Hey, what's going on, Black people? What's happening? I hope you guys are having a good day. Uh, today, we're going to talk for a minute about Lil Nas X. We're going to do a little bit of a deep dive into a partnership that Lil Nas X uh, made with Taco Bell. Uh, apparently, Lil Nas X and Taco Bell have formed a partnership uh, that is uh, basically giving Nas uh, what sounds like an executive position to me, a, a chief impact officer. Uh, and I'm going to actually dissect that. You guys know I'm a professor of finance. So I want you to do me a favor, get comfortable, buck up your seatbelt, hit the thumbs up button right now. Thumbs up, subscribe, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. We're going to get started on drboystv.com right now. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Believe none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Hello, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. In this space, you do not have to be black to be here. We don't hate anybody. We don't promote hate. Uh, but you do uh, have to have one philosophy and agree with us on one thing. Uh, and that is that you have to be B1. B1 means that you're black first. Uh, that means that we are here to solve our own problems. We're not here to wait for Superman. Uh, B1 means that B1 children are going to be the leaders in the world by the year 2070. 50 years from now, they're going to be the leaders in the world when it comes to economics, wealth building, and education. We call that project 2070 because we're retaking the educational system b1 also means that we understand we must be one to be successful so that means finding unity finding common ground while at the same time having free speech and protecting our our rights to uh to raise healthy children and to have a strong community if you agree with uh, that philosophy put a hashtag b in the number one in the chat hashtag b1 use that hashtag all throughout the internet so that b1 people can find each other because y'all know as well as i do that the world done gone crazy. Y'all know that the world is a little bit weird. Uh, you know uh, that you're seeing all kinds of problems in your community. Uh, I live in Chicago where a baby dies every couple of days. Uh, all the people screaming Black Lives Matter don't seem to notice that. They they don't notice. They don't pay attention because uh, I guess it doesn't fit an agenda. It's not a, a, a political thing, right? So they, they don't say much about it. Uh, I, I live in a city where um, over, over 100,000 Black children graduate from high school every year and uh, can't read at grade level. While there are schools like Freedom Home Academy International, uh, the Muhammad University of Islam and others that are educating our kids at a high level but won't get the funding, right? So pay attention now. Pay attention. Now, this is this is the message behind the minstrel. This is what this is. This will be the theme of the conversation today. The message behind the minstrel. They'll put money behind all the things that will kill you. Like they'll tell you, hey, don't 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 worry about your health. Don't eat healthy. Don't exercise. Don't 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 uh, avoid di uh, you know, diabetes and obesity by living a healthy lifestyle. Just go get the shot. Go get the shot so you can make Moderna rich. Moderna's like, we rich, bitch, right? Moderna got you taking shots and all that. I'm not telling you not to do it or to do it. I know these these pandemics are real. I, I believe it's real. I, I'm not trying to get on the political side. But don't you think it's funny that they will never really fund the solutions that actually work for your community, but they'll find every ridiculous, self-destructive thing that they possibly can. 
That is because you live in a country called America that is a capitalist society. I'm a finance PhD, so I understand what capitalism looks like. I know capitalism better than a man knows his ex-wife. And in a capitalist society, uh, you you tend to have money go behind the things that uh, that end up feeding white folks at the top, right? And so this leads me to talk about Lil Nas X, uh, the rapper Lil Nas X and his deal, this deal he made with Taco Bell, uh, which I believe is still owned by PepsiCo. Uh, and give me a yes or no in the chat. Uh, give me a yes or no if you uh, are aware that Lil Nas X just got an important position at Taco Bell. He's now he got a position that y'all can't get. He got a position. I don't care how many master's degrees you got. Taco Bell ain't going to make you an executive. Right. I don't care how many if you got a doctorate, you got two PhDs. You, you ain't going to get hired at Taco Bell. It don't matter. You, you could have a clean, clean criminal record. You could you could go out and, and get all the education your black butt wants. Taco Bell ain't ain't really gonna hire you. They probably got a couple black people up there, you know, the little tokens and whatnot. But 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 if you little Nas X and you're twerking in prison, well then shit, you got the job. <laughs> you got the job. So give me a yes or no if you heard about Lil Nas X and uh and his uh Taco Bell deal. Uh and uh and this this is interesting. So Taco Bell apparently made Lil Nas X the chief impact officer. And, uh, you know, I don't know what what won them over. I don't know if it was the images of all the black men twerking in prison. Uh, Ladies, how did that make you feel to see your men, your warriors, the guys that are supposed to protect your community uh, twerking in prison? Like, no, don't get me wrong. This is not anti-LGBT. This is, you know, everybody's got the right to be who they're going to be. But, but, you know, I I, I think it's interesting, right? You know, again, they will fund everything negative but will not support the things that are positive and beneficial for the community. There's an image in case you uh, want your memory uh, jarred a little bit. Uh, there's a bunch of black men twerking in prison in his last video. And uh, this, you know, so, so this is problematic, obviously, on multiple levels. And it's fascinating that the Taco Bell wants to align their brand with this sort of messaging. Uh, but I want to ask you a question. Let me ask you, give me, just give me a yes or no. Do you think that Taco Bell would have partnered with, uh, let's say, let's say a white rapper, who uh, had a bunch of uh, Jewish guys twerking in a concentration camp. Because yeah, prisons are our concentration camp. The only difference is that it's worse. In fact, if I, uh, in fact, uh, get, get first, give me a yes or no on that first question. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, a couple of simple questions. I like to ask the simple questions to get to the complex answers. Do you think that Taco Bell would partner with a white guy who had a video where he had a bunch of Jewish men twerking in a concentration camp? Give me a yes or no. Do you think that they would say, oh, yeah, we, we need to really promote that guy? That messaging is just, oh, that's right on brand. That's that's really what we need in our in our organization. All right. OK, I, I see a lot of no's. All right. Thank you, Brian and Doris and uh, and, uh, and, and uh, Michelle. OK. All right. Um, all right. So uh, uh, give me a yes or no. Um, do you think that um, do, do you have anybody in your family who has been affected by prison in a negative way. Mass incarceration affected millions of black people. Uh, the drug, the war on drugs uh, occurred. We we know what happened during that. We know the crack era destroyed our families, destroyed our communities, et cetera. And this is all connected. Y'all know me. I connect the dots for y'all. I want to connect the dots for you. So I can't, I can't do this, this conversation in 60 seconds. This ain't going to be a sound bite you can get while you sitting on the toilet for three minutes. So no, this, this is something that had, we got to break it down. 
because white supremacy is complex. <laughs> it's, you know, the racism is complex. Everybody acts like they don't understand it. Why do black people always end up on the bottom? We don't get it. Well, I get it. I understand because I had a two hour conversation last night with a man by the name of Dr. Claude Anderson. And, and, and we talk about this every single day, all the time. We understand. So, so give me a yes or no. If you know somebody in your family, including yourself, who went to prison, um, was traumatized in prison. Uh, remember, people get beaten and raped in prison, right? They get beaten, raped, and murdered in prison. I, I know that people think it's Disneyland. I know Lil Nas got him in there twerking and, and popping it like it's hot and all this, like, like, it's, like it's fun, right? Like it's the club. But prison, ain't the, prison ain't, ain't the club. Prison is a terrible, horrible, horrible, disgusting place where people are tortured. So again, I reiterate to you, all these people run around here putting up Black Lives Matter flags, why aren't they talking about that? Well, again, that's part of the message behind the menstrual. The message behind the menstrual is we are not going to really get behind the things that are going to actually solve the problem. We're not going to get behind the things that are really going to benefit the black community, but we are going to get behind everything we can find that is both, that if it's two criteria, it must be toxic and it must be profitable. If it's toxic and profitable, then shoot, we got that Taco Bell money on deck. Bet that brother's probably going to rake in millions, right? And there's a strategy behind this, right? There's, a, there's again, the messaging behind the menstrual. When you say, when you take the most um, mentally ill people in, in the black community and, and you, you don't just acknowledge them, you elevate them. You, you take the clown and you make him the king. You say, we don't want the real king. We, we, we're going to take the clown. Right. So you elevate the clown to the top. So so then all the children look up and they say, yeah, my daddy is a good man. He's he took care of us. He fed us every day. He he, he defended his community. He's well educated. He treats women with dignity and respect. But man, he ain't got no money. He ain't shining. He ain't he ain't dry. He ain't pull whip pulling up in a foreign like like Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X got all the money. Dad, I, I'm sorry. I wouldn't be like him. I wouldn't be like him. Uh, th- this is this is the message behind the minstrel. This this what they do with black people in America is pretty much what they do all around the world. This is what they did in Afghanistan. In Afghanistan, they did exactly there what they pretty much what they do here. They went to a country that had a certain leadership. They went to a sovereign community. They dismantled the existing leadership and they put in fake leadership. They put in a bunch of fake leaders that the people didn't respect. And they backed those leaders up with money. They use money to buy weapons and everything they needed to keep their fake leadership in power. And it effectively became a paper government. So if you want to know why Afghanistan is falling like Saigon did at the end of the Vietnam War, because it did the same thing in Vietnam. They do it all around the world. They did it in Nicaragua. They do, they do it all over the planet. I mean, this, this is a consistent thing. If you want to know why Afghanistan is falling like Saigon, it's because they've been propping up a paper government with a fake army. The minute that they stopped backing them financially. All those soldiers in this fake Afghan army started giving their weapons over to the Taliban because they're like, look, we, you know, these people here, they just got money and they're propping us up. We really don't excuse <clears throat> me, have any real power. We really don't believe any of this. We're just part of the menstrual show. Right. They did it in Iran. That's why when uh, the Shah of Iran, uh, when that whole situation took place in, the, in 1975, that's why they were going into the American embassy and killing the diplomats, looking for them like, like, where you at? We coming to get all of you fools, right? Because they do this all around the world. They do this. They're doing this in the black community right now. They're coming into a sovereign community where we got real leaders. We got real men and real women 
that really care about the black community. We got real people out here that are really B1. We got we got quality leaders out here that represent your interests. You got Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam and what they're doing over there. They 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 train black folks on how to be healthy. They train black folks on how to be wealthy. They train black folks on how to maintain strong families. They say, oh, well, they're they're anti-Semitic. They're anti-Semitic. But it's okay to have the dude twerking in prison, spreading AIDS and whatnot, talking about, you know, seriously, this 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 promiscuity, this whole openness that you think is fun, this sexualization of children, you can't disconnect that from the viruses that really kill people. Like, seriously, I'm not trying to say that 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 that, that it's all their fault. I'm just trying to tell you that there's a connection. If you don't see the connection, then I don't then I don't then maybe we need to talk in about 15 years. I have no idea. But but seriously, this is all connected. So so you're telling me that the nation of Islam is unacceptable because they teach black people how to have healthy families and they teach black people how to educate themselves and they teach black people how black men how to treat black women with respect. They teach black folks how to build wealth and own assets. You say that's unacceptable because they didn't fit your agenda. Remember, you mind you, these same people who criticize Farrakhan will never debate him. They'll never bring him in public to to have him explain his position because they know that they're wrong. They know that they're lying. Right. So you're telling me that they're unacceptable, that the the black people who love black people are unacceptable. But the black people who want to destroy black people. Oh, those are the ones you get behind. That, that's what that those are the ones you, you give the big money to. Those are the ones who you make it into executives at Taco Bell. Won't hire. Now, mind you, if your black butt walk up in there talking about, hey, Taco Bell, I'd like to be an executive, too. I went to Brown University and I have have two master's degrees and I was a straight A student. They're going to be like, get out of here. We don't hire people like you. But you little Nas X, you twerking in prison. Getting it in. Oh, we, we like that. We likes that. Hey, boy, come on up here, boy. Come on, boy. We're we going to give you a fancy position, boy. And he's like, yes, boss. We Okay, we's, 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 we's important, ain't we, boss? Ain't we, boss? You don't believe me? Let me show you a little, let me show you a little clip. I'm a, I did a little research on Taco Bell and their executive team. And uh, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button right now. Please hit that thumbs up button and uh, hit the thumbs up button and put a B1 in the chat after you've done it, uh, because we really need you to hit the thumbs up and subscribe button because we're building black owned media. Black owned media is the vaccine that will protect you from all the buffoonery that's out here. This is what protects you from the menstrual shows, all this stuff, because our goal is to share messages that are more consistent with what black people really want. So we really need you to consciously take the effort to be a part of the black media that you support. It doesn't have to just be this channel. The other channels are out there. Please support. We we really need you to have our backs because we're trying to have your back right now. Also, this podcast has an audio version at the drboysbreakdown.com. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple, all kinds of stuff. So if you want to listen on audio, go uh, look up the Dr. Boyce Breakdown. So let me show you. I'm going to do a little, another screen share real quick. Y'all got to forgive me. I'm, I'm not I'm not perfect on this technology. So uh, so hit the thumbs up button while I while I pull this up. All right. So here's a screenshot of the Taco Bell executive team. Now, it's hard to see it. Um, maybe I got to zoom it in a little bit. But uh, I want you to look and see who I, I looked up three pages of all their, their executives. Now, the first page, actually, this the first page is actually the last page. But you see here uh, there's Stephen Plank, Todd Kelly, Jess Kelly, Ralph. And then there's a one brother right here, Eric Robertson, the vice president of operations. So there is one brother on the on the team. Good for him. Congratulations. I'm sure his mama is proud. Now, let's go to page two. Let's see if they got more black people on page two. Well, there's Tina, uh, Tina Wynn. That sounds like maybe uh, Asian, an Asian name uh, that I, I, I the only time I've ever seen this name. It was I think the person was might have been Korean. Uh, Matt Shaw, Jennifer Summers, 
uh, Marisa Thalberg, Zipporah Allen, Kenny Anderson, and Fernando Clausen. Now, give me a yes or no. Are there any black people on this list that you see? I'm going to zoom it in so you can see, because, you know, sometimes people got a little black in them and you, you can't really see it. Uh, so, so do you see any black people on this page? Give me a yes or no on the executive team. All right. Okay. So let, let's, okay. No. All right. So no, so there's no black people here. All right. So let's go to page three of the executive team. All right. So you go here, uh, you got Tom Douglas. Hey, hey, Tom, how you doing there, buddy? Good to see you, Tom. All right. And Mike Grams. Hey, Mike, what's, what's happening, dude? All right. And uh, K- Caden Hartman, uh, vice president of brand engagement, Lawrence Kim. Uh, again, uh, also, it looks like he might be Asian. The last name Kim. That's, you know, that, that could be an Asian name. I'm not sure. Uh, and then uh, Tracy LaRocca. La- La- La okay. So we've gone through three pages of Taco Bell executives. And it looks pretty abundantly clear that they pretty much don't hire black people, right? They have one black, one brother out of, I think, what, about 15 people. Um, what's the math on that? One out of 15. This is what this is what I found on, inter- on the internet. Maybe the numbers are wrong. Uh, Taco Bell is welcome to correct me. So that's about 6%. Okay, so you got one brother, no black women, not one single African-American woman. Um, now, mind you, now let's see. Now, in case Taco Bell's looking and claiming that they're looking to hire black people at the executive level, how many of you know a black woman with education? How many of you know a black woman who's got her stuff together? Uh, give me a yes in the chat. Give me a yes in the chat if you know at least one black woman, maybe who got a master's degree, uh, a doctorate, uh, you know, some le- high level of education, maybe made straight A's in college, went to a good school. How many of you know at least one black woman who will be qualified to be an executive at Taco Bell? Give me a yes. Okay. All right. So, so these people out, are out here. But apparently they can't find them. That's what the companies always say. Well, we can't, we can't, we try to diversify, but we can't find any, any intelligent black people. We don't know where they're at. They just don't exist. No qualified black people are nowhere, right? Oh, but we found Lil Nas X who's twerking in prison and representing the absolute worst that black people have to offer. And we, we found, we went and found the 23-year-old kid who unfortunately has been misled into uh, literally promoting the very thing that is killing Millions of black people. I mean, look at how many black folks have been affected by prison. Why, fool? Why are you celebrating prison? What's wrong with you? Why are you celebrating our Holocaust? The Jewish community does not allow somebody to go on mainstream media acting like the Holocaust was a good thing. So let's keep going. PepsiCo. I had one other run in with PepsiCo, which which owns Taco Bell. Um, and uh, again, the message behind the minstrel. Um, I, in 2013, you can go Google it. Uh, Lil Wayne, uh, also another man who uh, unfortunately has been misled into representing the very worst of the black community. Uh, very little respect for women. Uh, I remember that he had one song uh, where the lyric was, um, I'm going to take your girl and make her nut for me, then slut for me, uh, steal for me and kill for me. And of course, it'll be your cash. And then I'll murder that bitch and send her body back to your ass. Right. So this man literally had a lyric. This is just one of probably a thousand lyrics. So I study hip hop lyrics. You can't talk about something if you don't study it. I study rappers like 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 you study rats in a lab. Right. And uh, and, and you can't you know, it's very fascinating to me that. Uh, that this man literally has lyrics where he literally talks about murdering and killing black people. And Taco Bell was eager, eager to partner with him. He very eagerly just like, wow, this is great, right? We won't hire any black people to graduate from college. But we'll hire the one who talks about killing black people. So, so give me a yes or no. Let me ask, give me a yes or no. If there was a white guy, like a country music singer, who did a song? Let's say he did a country music song. You know how they do them country music songs. And he was like, he was like, I want to go and kill some negros. I want to go and kill a darkie to die, right? Do you think Taco Bell 
would make that man into an executive, right? If he's like, I'm gonna go and hunt me Negroes, gonna get my shotgun off my truck and kill me a Negro today. Do you think that that white guy would be uh, would get the attention of Taco Bell and be promoted as to uh, as a company executive, right? You know, he's like, I'm going to kill me some Negroes. I, I saw a black woman and I shot her in the toe. Saw a black man and I shot him in the fro, right? Do you really, do you think that that white guy, seriously, I'm asking you serious questions. Like, you can get mad at, you know, me bringing this up, but you can't get mad at truth. Like, you can't get, you, you can get mad at the facts, but that doesn't change facts, right? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't hire that. So, so if you wouldn't hire a white person, who promotes a message that is genocidal to black people, why do you partner with black people who promote a message that's genocidal to white people who are being funded by white people to promote that message? Mind you, in hip-hop music, they promote messages toward blacks about black people that they're not allowed to promote to anybody else. Anybody heard of a rapper called Da Baby? Da Baby? And we got and we really got to talk about this, black man. You got to stop being a damn baby. You're not a baby. You got to be a man. Why are so many rappers called the baby? You got the the baby, Lil Nas X. Everybody won't be Lil. Everybody won't be a baby. Then you got a rapper called Lil Baby. Nas's video is called Industry Baby. What is up with black men trying to be babies? I ain't been a baby since since I was three. What is wrong with you? I was six. Talking about I'm not a baby no more, mama. I'm a big boy. I'm wearing my big boy pants. I didn't want to be no baby. Why 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 you got thirty five year old men? Talking about they are still a baby. Like you, you damn near somebody's grandfather. You're talking about you a baby. Do you understand this? Do you understand how this is all linked? This is all linked to an overall uh, process of keeping the black man as a baby. The black man, when Malcolm X died, his bodyguard, they asked him about the death of Malcolm and he cried. And uh, they said, why are you crying? He said, because Malcolm, being around Malcolm reminded me that I was a man. And he, it, we were allowed to be men. He said, in America, they want to keep the black man as a little boy. So why are you running around here talking about you a baby? I saw the Migos. The Migos, uh, again, another group that probably could get a job at Taco Bell, but you can't, right? You can't get a partnership with Taco Bell, but the Migos can, right? You can't get on stage with Joe Biden and the Democrats. Oh, but the Migos can, right? So the Migos, uh, these three guys who promote ignorance, extreme ignorance, uh, extreme financial irresponsibility, uh, just just really self-destructive genocidal behavior. They did a Mountain Dew commercial. Oh, wow. Look at that. Hold up. Sorry, just had a thought. Is Mountain Dew owned by the same company as uh, as Taco Bell? Um, I think I feel like Mountain Dew and Taco Bell are connected. I really do. I I, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can you all can confirm this for me. But it, it just hit me. So I want you to kind of notice the trend here. I, I need you to notice the trend. And I don't know, is Taco Bell still owned by PepsiCo? See, they, these companies, they all buy and sell each other all the time. But I remember when Lil Wayne, when we challenged Lil Wayne and Taco Bell because he had made those uh, verses that were disrespectful to Emmett Till. Uh, I remember at that time, it seemed that PepsiCo owned Taco Bell and Mountain Dew. And so they did partnerships together. So you can go to Taco Bell and get Mountain Dew related products. I'm not sure if they're all connected, but pay attention now. So this commercial, which I believe was a Mountain Dew commercial, I got to go double check this. So forgive me if I'm wrong. They had the Migos on uh, riding like what looked like tricycles or big wheels, right? And and again, this is all subtle. Some people won't get this. Some people think this is cool because they think any anytime a black person is getting money, they think that that's a good thing, right? And these people are not 
unfortunately, they're not elevated to understand how they're contributing to white supremacy. They're, you're contributing to the very racism that oppresses you. That's the secret behind white supremacy is to get them to kill themselves under the weight of their own ignorance. Right. So so effectively, um, I, I remember this ad where these grown men, you know, who, who you know, in their late 20s and 30s, I believe, were riding tricycles. Right. So so again, you, you've got a theme here. Right. They will partner with these men. They will give them jobs. They will give them opportunities that you'll never get by being a uh, educated, law abiding black person who takes care of your family, does the right thing and lives a good life. The only way to get certain opportunities with some of these companies is if you do everything in your power to destroy yourself and to spread a message that is toxic and destructive to young black people. Give me a yes or no if you understand what I'm saying here. Uh, cause this, this is, this is real deep. So let's keep going. Let's go into the specifics of why Lil Nas X is, you know, kind of bothers me a little bit. Do me a favor, please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button. And we're going to continue these discussions in person at the all black national convention. This is something that we put together to bring together people that want to see a better future for our community. Uh, if you don't want to see a better future, this is not the place for you. If you think the status quo is okay. This ain't the place for you. We're, we are the people who challenge the status quo. We and we we don't just talk about it. We build. We we are about it. So if you want to join us, it's, a, it's uh, at the end of October in Orlando. You can go to allblacknationalconvention.com to learn more and to see what we have going on. It's going to be a great convention. It's going to be awesome. So feel free to join us. Um, so here's some issues with Lil Nas X. Let, and in fact, let me lay it out with yes or no questions. Give me a yes or no. Lil Nas X uh, was, uh, got really big on TikTok which was uh which is an app used a lot by children young people use tiktok uh do you think that lil nas x and his graphic uh engagement and maybe him with lizzo and other people do you think that they are sexualizing children in an inappropriate way give me a yes or no uh this is this is the black community talking uh, give me a yes or no do you think that, that that there's an issue that you know your seven-year-old can open up tiktok and see a man you know twerking in prison Maybe see Lizzo. I think Lizzo did a video where she was on her knees pretending to suck a man's penis. Right now, there's nothing wrong with sucking a penis. There's nothing wrong with twerking. I'm not I don't care. Whatever you want to do is what you do. But but the idea that people think it's a good thing to have these things done in front of children should really concern you. This is really an interesting thing that not only are they okay with it, but they actually will put funding behind it. They promote these things. Right. So um, also uh, you have the racist imagery, the racist imagery. Of, of some of these videos, right? Uh, again, I ask you this. Uh, who is the white version of Lil Nas X? Is there a white version of Lil Nas X? This, this proves my point that when it comes to the economics behind uh, media, but the economics behind hip hop, etc., they have special messages for black people that they don't have for anybody else. So who is the white Lil Nas X? Is there a really super popular, super well-known white gay man who twerks in prison on a video and, and literally, uh, you know, head goes in, I think, I think Lil Nas X has sex with the devil. He was getting the, he was bent over. I, I couldn't watch the video because honestly, that's the type of stuff is I'm not comfortable with that. And it's my right to not be comfortable with it. It's not anti anybody. Um, and in fact, that that's not even, that doesn't even fit the criteria, the criteria, what you, when you talk about terms like homophobia, which actually doesn't make sense because the word phobia is a fear. My wife is a psychologist or and she's a very high level, highly trained therapist. And uh, I said, isn't a phobia a fear? Well, why would they put a phobia at the end of a word when it's like it's not fear? It's actually me saying uh, that there are boundaries to uh, to behavior that should be done in front of children. Right. So 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 with some of this racist imagery, um, understand this is what is done for black people. There is no white version of Lil Nas X. There is no white guy 
who's just as popular as him, who does the things that he does. There is no white Lizzo. There's no big white woman who's twerking and, and filling the Mammy Jezebel stereotype, the Sapphire Mammy Jezebel Aunt Jemima stereotype and, and doing all these things that she's doing. There is no white Cardi B, you know, who, who just is, who literally leads every conversation with her vagina. First thing you learn about her, you don't learn anything about how she came up. You don't learn, you don't learn uh, how intelligent she is. You don't know what kind of human being she is. It all starts with the WAP. Every conversation starts and ends with the WAP. Because that's the only thing that she's been taught, apparently, that is valuable about her as a woman is the WAP. I don't want my daughters leading every conversation with, have you seen my big, hairy, wet WAP? No, they, they that that's just not a way you want our black girls to be raised unless you want them to be sexualized like Cardi B, unless you want them to be on the stripper pole like Cardi B, unless you want them to become prostitutes like Cardi B, unless you want them to live the life of Cardi B. Oh, why would you elevate that as a uh, role model, Right. Because mind you, these are not just people that are out there. It's the, you know, everybody has a right to free expression. These are the people that they are elevating. Again, you've got intelligent, intelligent, intelligent black people who really care about the community, who are incredibly smart, who really have all the solutions that you need. They know how to build great schools. They know how to build strong businesses, but they can't get the funding. They know how to solve problems with the family, but they're not being heard because their voice gets muted by the select people they choose to fund that are um, that are promoting the message that is destructive and genocidal to the black community. That's the message behind the minstrel. They are sending you a signal with their actions to say that you have a role. You are typecast. You, you must show up as the clown because you cannot show up as the king. If you show up as the king or the queen, we're going to have a big problem with that. But if you show up as the court jester, if you show up as the clown, then we're going to elevate that and promote that because that's what we love. That's the message behind the minstrel. Let me tell you something that a brother named Nuri Muhammad, Nuri Muhammad uh, from the Nation of Islam came on yesterday. Very smart guy. Again, if you're trying to truly solve problems, if, if black lives really matter for you and you're trying, then that means you're trying to solve problems in the black community. You're trying to make black people's lives better. Uh, it, so if black lives matter for you, you should listen to a guy like a Nuri Muhammad because he has the he has solutions in the areas of health, wealth, and relationships. Nuri is a uh, is as deep as an oil well in terms of having many solutions that Black people need to hear. But pay attention now. There's a reason why white media is afraid of a Nuri Muhammad, right? Because Black people who challenge white supremacy, Black people who really want to solve problems, Black people who represent an image that is different from the stereotype are not the ones that they want to hear from. They will cancel a Nuri Muhammad and say, no, we got Lil Nas X coming. We don't want this guy. We want that guy. That says that these people are your enemy. That's my point. My point is to say that these are not your friends because your friends are not people that promote the worst in you and then downplay the best in you. Your friends are not the people that promote the things that harm you and then destroy the things that are good for you, right? Your friends are not the people that want you to do worse and then get upset when you start doing better. Right. So 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 you must ask yourself this question. Why is it that whenever there is a black person who is respected for truly improving the lives of black people in a meaningful way, that person tends to be an enemy of the media? When I spoke on Lil Nas X, white media went jumped all over me. Right. When I spoke about Lizzo. They jumped all over me. They leaned on every, again, the message behind the menstrual. They leaned on every black male stereotype they could find to mischaracterize every single thing I said. They didn't say, hey, you know what? You're one of the most uh, celebrated scholars in the black community 
Uh, you were the only black man on earth to get a PhD in finance in the year 2002. You, you, you know, I was the number one student. I did everything right. Right. They didn't say all that. They said, oh, there goes a black man with his toxic masculinity stereotype. See, that's what it is. That, that's the game. That's the game. And you see it coming. It didn't hurt my feelings. It didn't shock me. I wasn't depressed and taken aback. I said, yeah, there, there, there they go. There go white people just being white again. <laughs> there you go. That's mighty white of you, sir. You, you keep doing your thing. You, you keep, I, get, I, get, I see where you're coming from. I get it. But that's also why I don't trust these folks. I don't. I don't trust them. Uh, you know, so 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 let me keep going. Let me, so Nuri Muhammad said something yesterday that I want to repeat to you that I thought was absolutely uh, on point. And he made this great point, And I'm going I'm to I'm rehash this point for you really quickly. He said that uh, according to Jawanta Kanjufu, who, again, another black man with solutions that they'll never really celebrate in mainstream media, uh, not on a high level, not the way they would celebrate the black man who's twerking in prison or the guy who wants to kill other black people. Right. He'll never get the attention of of some of the rappers that literally will literally will talk about murdering your whole family. Those rappers will have videos with 200 million views. Juwanza Kanjufu might get you might get twenty five thousand if he's lucky, right? Uh, so Juwanza Kanjufu did a study where he found that twenty thirty years ago, uh, before all this integration stuff or at the early stages, the number one influences of black youth, particularly the boys, was um, school, church, and home. School, church, and home. Okay, he said now the number one influences of black boys and black youth are uh, their friends, their peers. Uh, the music, li- the lyrics and the music, which are absolutely terrible, right? If you listen to the music, I want you to listen to it carefully. And I want you to count how many times they give young people instructions on how to destroy your life. Here, get hooked on drugs. Here, go shoot somebody and go to prison for the rest of your life so you can get beaten and raped in prison for the rest of your life and be away from your mama, right? Uh, here, go take your money and don't invest it. Don't save it. Drop your money. Give it to a white business owner so that the white business owner can get rich while you get hauled off to prison and you get shot up by another rapper, right? So they said that the, the three things that influence young black boys are their peers, music and social media. Social media tends to be a reflection of what's happening in the music and their peers are all on social media. So if you think about this, right? So what I said to Nuri's, I said, I remember things with acronyms. I said, so school, church, and home, that's S-C-H. S-C-H are the first three letters of the word scholar. So before we're raising our black boys to be scholars, right? Uh, Peers, music, social media, PMS. Uh, I said, so before they were being raised to be scholars, now we got little boys out here that are PMSing. Right. When you see little black boys out here acting a fool when because they ain't got no damn daddy, they just PMSing. When you got little black boys out here talking about we hate black women, they they just PMSing. When you got little black boys out here throwing their money away, looking for the closest white man possible to give their money to, they just PMSing. Right. So you got you had men that were being raised to be scholars. Now you got little boys out here, 45 year old little boys out here making babies and throwing their money away and acting a damn fool, imitating rappers because they out here PMSing. So, so this is what they're doing to you. This is the feminine of the black man. This is the message behind the menstrual. This is why Lil Nas X is a Taco Bell executive and none of you Negroes in this room is ever going to be an executive at Taco Bell. Not one of you. I don't care how many bachelor's degrees you got. I don't care how many master's degrees you got. I don't care how many PhDs you got. I don't care if you went to Yale University, Stanford, Brown, doesn't matter. Lil Nas X will be an executive at Taco Bell before you. He's the chief impact officer because there is a message behind the menstrual. Whatever destroys you, they will promote that. Whatever helps you, they will suppress that. That is how oppression works.
do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button uh, before, uh, real quick if you haven't done it yet. I also want to remind everybody that I actually am a person that wants to help you. And uh, actually, I created something called the $5 a day investing plan. Uh, and I gave it away. I'm giving it away as a free ebook. You can go to the allblackagenda.com if you'd like to take a look at that. There's also links to other stuff like Ice Cube's contract with Black America. He did a great job with that. Shout out to Ice Cube. Good luck with him with the big three league. Uh, links to Powernomics, Dr. Claude Anderson. By the way, Dr. Claude Anderson's birthday is september 1st mark it in your calendar now he is the modern day marcus garvey he is more important than george washington abraham lincoln or any of those people that you're taught to celebrate in school so if you agree with that statement i hope you will take a moment and consciously make a note to mark september 1st in your calendar in my view that is powernomics day that is dr claude anderson day that is powernomics week powernomics month whatever you want it to be just celebrate that commemorate that we must create our own heroes we must institutionalize and create the world that we deserve we must take control of the wheel right and that comes down to education it comes down to our economic systems it comes down to our families if we can rebuild our families and educate our own children in the right way and understand economics in an appropriate way, then we can be successful. If you continue to pay attention to the media, you will lose like all the other millions of people that are out there. I don't have to point to the evidence or show you the evidence because you see it all around you. You probably have people who are stuck and brainwashed and losing in your own damn family. Give me a yes or no if you know what I'm talking about because many of y'all got relatives who ain't, who ain't worth a pile of shit because they've been taught all the wrong things. It's not because they were born to be shit. They were born to be special. They were born to be great, but the world made them into a pile of shit and their lives are a big mess. Their lives are a complete mess. It doesn't mean that they're bad people. It doesn't mean that they're worthless. It just means that this is part of the game. This is the message behind the menstrual. Let me keep going. Let me finish this up. Uh, Madam President also made an interesting point. Uh, Madam President is a great, intelligent black woman out of Chicago. She's coming to the convention also, and I, I have a lot of respect for her. And she mentioned that, uh, it's interesting. Lil Nas X is an executive at Taco Bell when um, there are millions of black men and women who have a, a criminal record who could probably maybe not even get a job at Taco Bell. Maybe they do hire a couple felons here and there, but I imagine they do background checks. And so Lil Nas X is celebrating prison with these guys twerking in prison and he becomes an executive at Taco Bell. But I doubt that any of the executives at Taco Bell are black people with criminal records. So so while they're glorifying prison through their uh, choice to promote him, uh, it's ironic that they that they wouldn't actually hire the people who actually went through the Holocaust to prison. I think that's an interesting thing. Uh, also, uh, just to point this out to you, too, there is a clear double standard in hip hop. Uh, when you talk about hip hop music, uh, you could talk all day about killing black people. You could talk all day about the black woman. You could talk about all, all day about doing any destructive thing you can think of in the black community. But you say one bad thing about gay people, you're done. Say one bad thing about white women, you're done. Right. And say one bad thing about the Jewish community, you're done. Right. That's a clear double standard. But that's also driven by the economic power. That's why it's so important for black folks to have economic power and to build our own media, because as long as they control the media, they're going to make the rules. Uh, also, uh, the last point I'll make on this is when you talk about the message behind the menstrual, uh, Lil Nas X, one thing that Lil Nas X does. Uh, and this is a this is a game. This is something that they. Um, that they do in order to give themselves cover. This is what allows them to continue to wreak holy hell and havoc all throughout black families all across America. They tend to get cover from white liberals. And what they what the white liberals tell Lizzo is they say, okay, you can be obese, 
you can go around and sexualize yourself and and just degrade the image of the black woman all day. I did a survey with you guys. 80% of you said that you feel that Lizzo, that her imagery is very problematic. Over about 90% of you did not approve of Lil Nas X. So this ain't coming from the black community. This is not coming from the black people that have families. This is not coming from the black folks that really want a better community. This is coming from other people who like to see black people in a certain space because it doesn't affect them. The toxic waste doesn't fall on their community. They get they, You're their entertainment. You are their menstrual show, the message behind the menstrual. So anyway, um, one of the things that they do is they use the politics for cover. So these white liberals who claim to be your friends, which they're really not, they're not your, because if they were your friends, they would really be helping you solve these problems. If they were your friends, they'd help you get money for independent schools. If they were your friends, they would listen to you when you tell them, hey, we love Farrakhan. You know, maybe he's not perfect in every way, but we really actually care about him. They would listen to you. They don't listen to you. They What they do is they they see themselves as your parents. They love you the way they love their dogs. Right. They because they love their dogs. They really want their dogs with them. They'll put their dog in the doggy hotel and, they, you know, they, 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 they like having the dog. They cry when the dog dies. All that, Right. So they love their dogs, but they don't consider the dog to be a human being. They know that the dog is not uh, is not equal to them. Right. But they need the dog. They want the dog to be there because the dog is their emotional support animal. Right. So you as black people, to some extent, for these folks out here, you are their emotional support animal. They love having the black girlfriend. They love they love the black rapper that entertains them. They love they love the black bros and the black friends that maybe they play basketball with and talk to. But when it comes to really, truly empathizing and giving a shit about the things that matter to you. When it comes to letting you control the conversation and control the narrative, that is where they get off the bus and they say, who do you think you're talking to? Who do you think like you think you think they were equal? No, we're not equal. It is my job to educate you. The best thing I can do for you is to make you more like me right? because I am superior to you. I am the supremacist here. You are subordinate as long as you don't forget that. So so here's what you're going to do. In order for you to stay right with me, you must vote for the people I tell you to vote for. You must send your children to schools that are run by us, that are funding our teachers and our textbooks that we're writing for ourselves, right? celebrating our history uh, over your history. You must send your children to our universities that we run, where we will take a trillion dollars uh, every five or six years out of the black community uh, in exchange for student loans and everything else and overpriced tuition. So we can then take that money and go gentrify black neighborhoods. Big universities are all gentrifying black black neighborhoods. They're buying your property with your money and then they're passing it down to their children. Right. And then after that, we're going to help help you by training you to go work for another white person so he can extort you, too. So we're going to pass you around and run a train on you like an economic hoe where it, when, once i get done using you then he's going to use you because i'm passing you around to my friends why is that pay attention black people listen up the message behind the menstrual for the last 400 years you are seen in america as a commodity you are not seen as an equity holder in this country you are pretty much kind of an employee you're you're kind of you're a slave but the slave that gets paid right because you could get paid and still be a slave because slavery is a lack of freedom. So you ain't really got no freedom, but you get paid. So you think that you're free, right? So the best way to uh, enslave somebody is to make them really think that they're free and to, and to enslave them in a way where they say, dang, I, I think I'm free. I'm free to do what I want, but I don't feel free. I can't really get up and do what I want every day because I, but it's because you're a slave. It's because, because again, this process is very subtle. It's very slick. So, so when I see Lil Nas X and I see all this promotion of literally something that the black community does not approve of, I say, okay, black people didn't do this. Black people did not prop this dude up. Black people did not make this guy into a celebrity. Black people are not the ones signing up to say, oh, we love this guy. 
This is somebody else grabbing people in your community, using the power of their media to shape a message that is going to influence your children in a specific way. This is a game they played all throughout the world. They've done it for hundreds of years. They did it in Afghanistan. That's why Afghanistan is falling. And, and there's so many people that are pissed that they, they did it in Iran. They did it in Vietnam. They've done it all throughout. The, they did it in Nicaragua. They do it all throughout the world. And they did it in India and parts of Africa. That's why Nigeria is, 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 is in chaos half the damn time. A lot of these countries are around the world are in chaos, just like you're in chaos right now. And a lot of y'all are in chaos over nonsense. You're in chaos over Democrat, Republican nonsense. Um, I, you, you voted for Trump. That's why I can't talk to my cousin no more because he voted for Trump. You really think Joe Biden loves you? You really think Joe Biden's going to really show up and make sure your children get to eat every day? You think Joe Biden and his crew are going to show up when that little girl gets shot and on the street in your neighborhood? Do you think Joe Biden's going to show up and make sure that you get everything you need and to be free and to be economically solid? You really think you really think this man who incarcerated more black people than anybody in American history is really your friend. And you really willing to lose a relationship, a quality, meaningful relationship with somebody who fed you when you were hungry, who clothed you when you were cold, who took care of you when you needed protection. You really going to end a relationship with that person over a politician who gives no dams about you. Well, you and I are not built the same. You you have no understanding of who the hell you are. You and I are not from the same planet because I can see right through the nonsense every step of the way. So I encourage you, take the time to understand the message behind the minstrel. There is a tremendous amount of economic resources that are allocated consistently to ensure that you stay blind, deaf, dumb, and backward. And if you don't figure it out, then you always going to be a day late and a dollar short. And you always going to wonder why these problems never get fixed. <clears throat> so thank you, Johnny Paul. I see your donation. He gave a hundred dollars to the platform. That is a big donation. I want to acknowledge you. He says the doctors in the house speak, sir. B one will be one to you too, man. That, that is really generous of you. God bless you. And I saw somebody else made a donation. I'm sorry. I missed it. It, it scrolled down too fast. Please accept. Oh, here we go. I see. Uh, who is this? Uh, uh, Collins crypto. Collins says, can you work with Dr. Anderson to get his books on audible? I just looked and none of them are there. Uh, I talked to Dr. Anderson yesterday. Dr. Anderson's having his 86th birthday uh, on September 1st. I mark it on your calendar. And uh, the thing is, when you're 86, taking on new projects is a little bit tough. So the closest thing that we can do to something that is audio is every Wednesday night, I do a book club where we're going through all of Dr. Anderson's books with a fine tooth comb. So I'm literally reading it to you. So it ain't the same as Dr. Anderson. I can't compare to him. He's, 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 he's far greater than I am, but, but I'm literally reading it to you. And then after every couple paragraphs, I'm breaking it down and explaining it to you in the best way that I can. That's the best thing that we have. That's audio. Right. And so actually, if you go to the Dr. Boyce book and you want to get all these lectures that I've done, I think we've done about six or seven. By the time we're done, we're going to do several hundred. Right. So we're in the we're still in the first 10. But but each of them is about an hour and a half of deep, rich analysis of Dr. Anderson's books. So if you're interested, if you want to take a look at that, feel free to go to the Dr. Boyce book And if you want to join us live for free, you can go to black keys to greatness dot com uh, because we are in a war every day. I wake up and I know that I'm a soldier. I know that we're in a battle and uh, we're going to win because we are great. I told you 2070 B1 kids will lead the world in economics, in education. They're going to have solid families. They're not going to have the drama. They're going to be ahead. But I cannot speak for the rest of these backward people. I can't. I can't speak for every black person. I can only speak for those who want to do better. All right. So let's build blackness 2.0. We can make it work. We are the best. All right, guys, have a good day. I'm out. Please hit that thumbs up button, share, subscribe button on your way out. Also, if you want to come to the all black national convention at the end of October, 
feel free to go to allblacknationalconvention.com. That's allblacknationalconvention.com. I'll see you guys soon. Take care. Have a good day. Peace. Here we are, clan the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Here we are.